Welcome. I'm Julie Bacon, and you're listening to the Mindset Coaching for Handlers podcast, a podcast for dog handlers who are on a mission to achieve big goals. Here I share lessons, insights, personal stories, and tools you can apply during your next show, trial, or test to help you strengthen your mental game and hopefully cue more consistently. Be sure to check out the show notes where you'll find details about the episodes, plus important links, including the link to the Dogged Planner and Workbook created just for handlers on a mission. So if you're ready to improve your competitive mindset, get out of your own way, and connect with your dog like never before, then it's time to get comfy, bring an open mind, and work your mindset. Hey everyone, welcome back. All right, this week we are tackling the power of mantras. And so if mantra is an unfamiliar or even perhaps too woo-woo for you, I'm going to hopefully convince you of, of otherwise, um, because a mantra really is just a word or a, a few words put together to think of it as a reminder, right? Or think of it as a, a thought that you want to have in your head, right? Something you want to repeat over and over again. Um, in, you know, some spiritual traditions, yoga specifically, some others, sometimes om is a sound that is used as a mantra. Um, so you may be thinking of that and you may be thinking, do I need an om before I go in the ring? Well, possibly, but that's probably another podcast. Um, but, um, what I'm talking about is making sure that you have a phrase or two at the ready for when you walk in the ring. All right. As I've mentioned before, I have, I always do the same kind of, I'm going to say last few things before I walk into any ring with my dogs. And that is, I always do some high fives with them. Yes, it's part of tension, but I'm like connecting to them. And I always say, you know, thanks for playing with me today. Thanks for doing this, whatever this is, you know, whatever game we're playing, whether it's draft or obedience, agility, what have you. And so, and I always say that. And um, I find that in that ritual, it, it reconnects me to my dogs. It refocuses like why I'm really there. Like, hey, thanks for playing with me because like, I don't remember you signing up for this trial. I'm pretty sure it was my idea. And it just is, a, I don't know, it's a great connection point works for me. Take it, adopt it, make it yours. Um, but the other thing I do is I always have in my head as I walk into the ring, like, like a mantra or a couple words. And, you know, that could be like one year, gosh, I don't remember all three words, but it was like um, protected, connected, and there was some other id <laughs> word that I had uh, for one of my dogs, right? And it was kind of our theme. Like maybe that's a word that resonates for you better. Um, it was kind of our theme because I wanted him to know that he was, he, he would get a little like squirrely and defensive with like in big crowds, like very crowded um, spaces. So I wanted him to know he was protected, you know, that it was, we were connected just us. And like I said, there was another word I don't remember. And I had that mantra for like what I'm going to call a season. So maybe like January to June or something like that. And um, I think it's really important. Another one that I just gave a client this week, actually I gave it to two different clients, truthfully, um, coaching people, which was, you know, trust your trust your training. You've got this, you know, trust your training, you know, trust the skills that you have, trust your dog. Um, you know, I've, the other one that I go to a lot is, um, and this will only make sense to horse people, but I will explain it as I will say to myself, smooth like McLean. 
<laughs> okay? If you're a horse person, specifically a hunter-jumper person, you know that McLean Ward is this really great hunter-jumper rider, well, jumper rider now. And to watch him, I mean, he's just the smoothest rider I think I've ever seen in my whole life. You can't even tell when he's making a adjustment of any sort. He's just like, it's just smooth. He's like butter. And so um, I know that uh, my dogs can be very sensitive. Well, probably every dog's can be um, to like if I'm jerky at all, right? If I take off too fast in the agility ring or like up stop too abruptly or like if I run out of room or something like that. And so I will always say smooth it out, just smooth it out or smooth like McLean, right? I would love to be a handler. Like that's like aspirational that to be a handler in any ring that is just like that smooth, you know, and I'm closer to it in some rings than others. Agility is not one that I'm close to. Um, but, um, you know, that is a mantra that often I have for myself in there. And really what it is, is we want to make sure that we are, um, yes, putting our process goals in front of us, but smooth like McLean is not really a process goal for me. It really is just a reminder because I've already by that time, you know, looked at my plan, you know, in the morning, known what my process goals are for that day. You know, I've looked at the course or, you know, the healing pattern or whatever it is. And I'm like, okay, here, you know, if it's a healing pattern, okay, you know, on the about turn, I got to make sure I have attention, you know, good attention before I ask for that about turn, you know, so there's those kind of little reminders that I've already done when I think about the course and running the, or running the pattern, right? And I've already put those in my head, all right? And I haven't said, oh, I need a cue today. I've said, sticking with obedience, okay, really watch my footwork on the figure eight, make sure I've got attention before I ask for the about turn. And, um, you know, there maybe there's a third thing, but bonus if there's not, right? And then the rest is trust the skills, trust the training, just do the thing. But then when I walk in the ring, I'll be just like smooth it out or just, you know, calm it down or whatever it needs to be. Um, also part of my last thing that I do is I make sure that I'm taking at least one deep breath. Okay. Um, because that way, if you hold your breath in the ring, you'll at least have taken one less breath. Um, but in seriousness, it tell it is a signal to our bodies that we are safe and it helps, uh, calm our, any ner- ring nerves that we might have. Um, and speaking of ring nerves, I know I'm piling on a lot, but speaking of ring nerves, you know, our bodies react to both excitement and ring nerves exactly the same physiologically. I think that's a word, (laughs) physiologically. And so we have a choice in that moment. And I have definitely felt myself getting nervous sometimes with a dog walking in the ring and I'll look down at them and I'd be like, I don't know why, I guess I'm just really excited. So we can reframe that as excitement. And I always use that as a moment to talk to my dogs and look at them and be because you know that they're next to me going like, oh, what's happening up that, up that leash? Like what is going on? And so it gives me, it reminds me that, you know, I'm not walking into a ring of dragons, um, that, you know, I'm just going in with my dog, reconnect to my dog, reframe any nervousness to ensure that is excitement. Okay. So those are all things that we can do. I mean, really a minute before we walk into the ring. Okay. Now I don't want you to be like mindset cramming. Okay, That's my thing when I, when people are like, I'm great. Okay. I'm going to get a good mindset in the last 60 seconds and walk into this ring. Um, you can't quite cram it all in there. 
This is why we practice mindset. This is why we practice when we're not trialing. This is why we listen to stuff like this and and do the work and take online courses and all that other kind of stuff because we need to be practicing this stuff so that when we are 60 seconds away from walking into any ring, we know that we can count on those tools. We know that we've practiced with them, that we've done the work. And when we say to ourselves, trust the training, trust the skills, that mindset is part of the training and part of the skills. Like that's a skill, right? You know, I believe that mindset is a skill. So that is one of them. So let's go back to mantras. So then a mantra, if you have your process goals for the weekend, maybe even some outcome goals, but you have your process goals, you know what you're focused on, you've, you've walked the course uh, or watched the course or the pattern enough that you know what you're going to do where and you're, you're starting to visualize that and you're starting to put that all together and you know kind of what the two or three important things are that you need to be thinking about when you perform, then you can kind of come away and be like, okay, my mantra for the weekend is this right? I want to be smooth. I want to be connected. I want to be calm. Um, I want to respond, not react, (laughs) you know? Um, You know, some people when they um, are in the ring, they need to remember to like finish the course, you know, or every obstacle, meaning some people, when they make a mistake, they like, oh, the hell with it. And they just like run sort of willy nilly the rest of the run or, um, you know, again, regardless of what ring it is, they're just like, ah, that nothing matters, you know, but like finish it. Like your dog's still in the ring with you. Like just because your head has exited doesn't mean your dog's has, right? So stick with my dog, um, run like a team, run partners. And I've seen people take this, um, they used to make, I don't know if they still do those like cool things for like shoelaces. Those like, they were like, um, little cute silver kind of plates that you could like weave into your front of your shoelaces. And it just had those little reminders on it. Um, I've also absolutely hundred percent written on my arm in a, with a Sharpie in the morning, you know, like a long sleeve shirt or something. And part of that is a little bit of a, ritual and intention, right? That I'm setting that I'm like, no, this is my, this is my thought for the day. And I'm writing it in Sharpie and the act of writing it on my hand or on my arm or something is going, is just the act of doing it really gets me into that moment. And then of course, um, you know, reminds me that this is the most important thing today. You know, um, another overlooked mantra is have fun. Okay. Like I think for so many people, we need to be reminded that we are there to have a good time, um, with our dogs and have that be like the really important thing. Maybe even that's your process goal, right? Or maybe as I talked about a couple weeks ago, maybe that's your energetic goal for the day. Right. And so, um, but that can also be a mantra to have fun. So let's brainstorm a few more of these in a sec. This is a shameless plug for my Dogged Planner. I created a planner, workbook, and journal designed just for handlers with big goals. It's been years in the making and it's finally available and I'm super proud of it. The link to learn more is in the show notes, but quickly, the Dogged Planner has goal setting pages, title tracking, a place to record health information, in-season date capture, notes pages, and monthly and weekly calendars. The workbook is everything except the calendar. And the journal is blank for seminar notes, rehab plans, training notes, agility stickers, or whatever else you may need. 
All are available on Amazon and are made to order. So if you're serious about slaying your goals this year, then you need the Dogged Planners. Okay, so we're talking about mantras. We're talking about like what we can, you know, use mantras for and maybe some ideas for them. Um, before we go and brainstorm some more ideas, the other thing I want to say about mantras and why I really like them is I think that they can really help us with that negative self-talk. All right. And we all have had it. Um, and sometimes negative self-talk becomes so pervasive or we have it on repeat to the point that we create a limiting belief right? That, oh, I never queue at this venue or my dog hates it here or, or like, oh, it always rains here. I never do well with this or da, 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 da. All that sort of like fixed mindset stuff that just is like, I don't know, it's like predisposed. Like you've, you've already decided that this is going to happen. And a lot of times it does because that's what you've decided, right? And so, um, but when it, and then self-talk is like, oh, that was so dumb. I can't believe I did that. You know, I, you know, I always get that wrong, da, 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 right? So all that stuff is in our head. Well, none of it is helpful when you are trying to be a competitor. <laughs> and I don't care if you're playing pickleball or you are running your dog. And so um, we need to obviously work on that. That's going to be a constant in our lives is always to be trying to improve our self-talk, um, what we think about ourselves, what we say to ourselves. And, you know, for the most part, I hope, or actually I hope all parts, we would never say to someone else what we say to ourselves, right? If you imagine your best friend sitting across from you and then you say, just pick a couple, couple of your, you know, go-to sentences that you say to yourself all the time, look at that person in the eyes and say that to them. You know, even if it's, you're so clumsy, you drop stuff all the time. Like, you're so stupid, I can't believe you did that again, right? Would you say that, right? So as you can tell, I could go on about self-talk and I will do that another time. Um, but my point with mantras is that, you know, we can't just say to ourselves, stop calling yourself stupid, okay? Because we have to replace the thought. We have to, we can't leave a vacuum there, all right? We can't just pull a thought out of our head and not replace it with something better. And mantras replace it with something better. Okay. You know, even if you are saying like, Hey, I'm, I have the skills, you know, or we have the skills to do this. Even that's your mantra, right? It's believing in yourself that you can do it. Um, but believing it a little bit on like, maybe even a, like a micro or a more specific level than having to believe or buy into the fact that I, you're the best handler ever, right? Um, and because sometimes that feels really far away. Sometimes it feels like not true. And so walking into the ring with the mantra of like, I'm the best handler ever, you know, unless you are, might not be super useful for you because your mind goes, mm, are you though? <laughs> like, are you really? Um, so we want to pick a mantra that is positive, that maybe... Um, cancels out a negative thought or belief. Um, they, I was having this conversation with a uh, coaching client the other day and we were talking about this specifically. And I said, well, it's like a, when you have a puppy, you know, they grab the shoe, you take the shoe away, but you give them the right thing, right? You say like, no, you cannot have, you know, my new boot, but here, here's this like 
$20 toy I just got from Amazon that I would really prefer you chew on. Um, or if they're teething, here's this frozen, you know, washcloth that you can have, but that I'd rather you do that, right? And so we take something, but we always give them the right thing, right? We always give them the preferred toy. I'm, I'm telling you, it's the same thing for your thoughts, okay? You cannot just say, I got to stop thinking that. Well, yeah, maybe, but what you really have to do is I have to replace that thought. I have to replace that negative thought with a positive one. And so even if I do, you know, drop the leash on my way, you know, into the house, instead of saying you're so dumb, just say it happens. It happens. Like that is a more, it's a neutral and it's a more positive thought than you had before. Okay. So our mantras are really helpful in these moments when we are about to go in the ring, you know, we need to remind ourselves that we have the skills, that we belong here, that we can do this, um, that we want to enjoy this, that this is fun. Okay. Now I would rather you didn't make them up right in that minute. Okay. Cause you probably got other things to be thinking about, but I really want you to have a think about what would be a useful mantra for you, like what, or a couple, you know, because it might be different for different dogs, or maybe it's just a mantra for you and your personal mindset in this moment, right? And, you know, I love music, you know, music can go along with that, especially if there's a lyric or something that really speaks to you, you can borrow from that. Um, you know, when we're talking about brainstorming mantras, um, you can just be like, you know, I've also, one of my other ones have been like, run like you do at home or just like home to shorten it, or shorten it even further home. It can be a single word that reminds you of the thought or the concept that you want to have in, in when you walk into the ring. And think of it this way. What would you want the last thing someone says to you when you walk into the ring to be, right? If your best friend, your coach, your trainer, whatever was standing next to you, what would you want them to say right before you walk in the ring? I mean, for me, other competitors... I'm going to admit that my go-to is always have fun because I think that is the reminder that all of us need at all times. And I used to say that long before I became a coach. Um, it was just the thing because everybody gets in their serious face and they're concentrating so hard. And, um, you know, the dogs are feeling whatever's going up and down the leash and they're sort of forgetting that the reason they got into this whole shebang was because they thought it would be fun. <laughs> okay. So, uh, have fun is a very useful mantra. Have fun. You have the skills. We have the skills. We're a team. Um, you know, smooth, all those things. Run connected. You know, it may even be eye contact. You know, eye contact could be your thing that is both a process goal and a mantra. Okay. Um, I just want it to be positive right? You cannot have a don't or an aren't or an in it anywhere at all, okay? So your assignment for this weekend, should you choose to accept it, is to really think about, you know, what are your mantras? Because here's the other thing I will say, is that if you don't have one that you are proactively thinking about, you absolutely have a subconscious one. And probably that subconscious one is negative, so let that sink in for a minute. Um, if you don't have a positive one, you probably have a negative unspoken one. And we've got to replace that. So kind of mind your thoughts this weekend. Just observe. But also think to yourself as you're driving to your trial, um, what is the 
you know, whether what is the last thought you want to have before you have walk in the ring? What is the mantra? What is the thing you really want to believe in yourself, about yourself, about your team? Um, what is it that you really want to embody? You know, all of those can be places to look. Um, and if you have a handler that you love and you love watching, then do run like insert name here, you know, like I do, like my smooth, like McLean, make that your own, um, for whatever reason. Okay. So that is your assignment, your homework. And I hope you take it to heart because I think that when we replace those unspoken negative thoughts with a very conscious, positive spoken thought, it can really do a lot to really turn things around. And I think it's really powerful. So call it a mantra, call it a theme of the weekend, whatever sits right with you. And I hope that whatever you're doing this week, I hope you have a fantastic week with your dogs. Thanks so much for listening to the Mindset Coaching for Handlers podcast with me, Julie Bacon. I am so grateful for your precious time. Check out my Dogged Planner workbook and journal available on Amazon. Just search for Dogged Planner. I also offer monthly membership that's perfect for ongoing support of your awesome goals. Check out theqcoach.com for details or just stop by and check out all the ways you can work on your mindset. And be sure to follow me on Facebook and Instagram at theqcoach and let me know how it's going. Finally, please share, subscribe, and leave a review. This helps us podcasters tremendously. Plus, I know I get my best podcast recommendations from friends. Thanks and have a great week with your dogs.